Oh, no, I'm just going to let's have a conversation. You can, I mean, you can just banter with me if you want. I'm just going to complain how I can't get my freaking button gear and pick a plan and stick to it and train. And then I realize that's okay because that's just how I'm wired up. Why, why, why do you think that is? Why can't you pick a plan? Uh, I get really, I get really bored or not bored. It's like, um, I, I, I can expect what's going to come. So if I know it's like deadlift day, right? I've done that umpteen time umpteen hundred times in the past so it's like oh okay deadlift day fun cool I've done that a million times and I just I, don't, I like the novelty or more so it's not so much I mean I love all these exercises but it's I can't do like 10 sets of deadlift and like call it a day or so I rather be like I'll do like three sets of five deadlift and then like three sets of five single leg deadlift and then some glute ham. So it's all deadlift related or hamstring related, but I like to jump from thing to thing to thing. And when I do that, I kind of stay like up in the workout. If I'm like deadlift, sit, deadlift, sit. I'm like, oh, okay, this is boring. So I often, one, don't do much rest. Yeah, I don't have time for that. Rest? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, and I superset everything. Right, right. Right, yeah. where you're kind of like breathing the whole time. Yeah. Not like panting, but yeah. breathing heavy. Yeah. Walk back and forth from movement to movement. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when, uh, from- Get more done. Yeah. All the all the Olympic lifting, right? Coach would like be on me, like white on rice. Like, Lauren, sit down. <laughs> you know, save your legs. You got to relax. I'm like, no, if I sit down, I'm going to plummet. And I can't get like hyped again to do a 225 pound clean and jerk. Like- Me neither. No. I, I, need, I need to stay up, stay on, stay ready to go. So it's, uh, yeah, it's hard to, to what, find that what's mix. What's the training motivation right now? What do you, what do you, is it still jujitsu focused? Um, yeah, I don't think I've like adapted my training to be like, Ooh, this is like movement specific for jujitsu, but more so I just want to hit the major lifts. I want to hit like all the big lifts every week. So I want to, yeah. Why? Big was bang for my buck. What are the big, sorry, what, what big lifts are we talking here? So are the, we snatching and blowing th- shoulders up? No, for the past four weeks. I'm on a, I'm fin- this is, this is week four of me consistently doing this for the past four weeks. I've back squatted and I just arbitrarily chose tens and eights mm-hmm. and, uh, I've deadlifted tens and eights and then, um, single leg deadlift heavy, like use a barbell, prop Ooh. my back leg up so I can push and like do more, um, uh, like rowing either dumbbell or, or barbell related mm-hmm. lunges. Um, so my big lifts are, are deadlift and back squat. I'm not really doing any pressing or anything right now. And then bent row. So those three okay. pretty much. And then no snatch, no clean. I, I've, I've dabbled and then I've tried to see how I feel the next day. And most of the time I have a bicep thing going on. So it kind of, it hurts a little bit. So I'm trying to be true to that. And was that bicep, did that start in the gym? Or did it start in the gist? Um, uh, no, it's always been. Oh. So it, it was a shoulder thing and it's migrating. I think gotcha. it's, I think it's healing. I think it's getting better. Like the birds. Like the birds. Hey, that's good. They do migrate. Want to talk about that? No, I'm going, going south. <laughs> I studied ornithology. I studied. I studied ornithology in college, but you probably knew that, but you forgot. I don't know what that is. Ornithology, the study of birds, like biology. The Why study. would people want to study birds? Oh my gosh, they're amazing. They're beautiful creatures. They're dirty. Mm, that is true. They do carry a lot of diseases. Do you ever so. see Hitchcock's Hitch, Hitchcock's the birds? Uh, terrible, clips. Movie. terrible movie. clips. They're, they're terrifying. Scared me. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't like birds. That's okay. But everyone, welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Strong radio. podcast. <laughs> I had to. I had to do the long pause. <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping you would chime. Just <laughs> <laughs> you just stared at me funny. I didn't know why there podcast, was such a podcast radio. It is podcast. podcast We're a yeah. podcast. We're yeah. not a radio here. No. Uh, I am your host, Lauren Heiser, and with me is the Adam Lane. 
Hi, guys. Sorry, that was so painful. Didn't mean to make It was super painful. I hope you all giggled. It was good. It was good. Andrew's going to laugh at me. I'm just looking at the the up and down on the little little, um, garage band here. There's there's a flat line. There's such a gap (laughs) between. Holy cow. Okay. It's like a seven-second pause. I mean, we can clip this out. I can do it again. I I really literally forgot. <sighs> Lauren, welcome to hosting the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is exciting. Yes, this is fun. Look at you. One more thing on your on your resume. On my list of things, <laughs> all the things. What have you done? Don't, even, now get, don't even get me started. Hosted a podcast. Someone asked me what I do, and I said, "You got five minutes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go through the let's go through the list." <laughs> Speaking of lists, Lauren. Yeah. We we we're, we're talking about something kind of unique today. Yes, so we this are. Is, I'm so uh, excited to kind of so the kind of pre banter there. Um, Talking about just just kind of how people do better in different programs when it comes to to fitnessy things, you know, mm-hmm. you know, some people like you know more of the lift heavy and rest. Some people just like to go all the time. Some people love the cardio, you know. Just it's it's interesting connecting it into personality stuff. And people have done this with nutrition. Mm-hmm. And who's the guy? He is Thibodeau. 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 Yeah. Tom Thibodeau. No, I forgot his first name. I'm trying to remember. Former. I'm just keep talking. Coach of the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> no, it's uh, what is his name? Um, <laughs> well, anyways, it's been around for a little while. Um, and what are we talking about here? We're talking about personality-based eating. Can I? Say, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, you could say that. Uh, personality-based or uh, based on your neurotype, more specifically. Okay. So the the chemistry of our brain is something that um, affects our our character, our behaviors, the way that we the way that we do things. And it's, it's constantly changing on a hourly basis, um, depending on your environment. And so your environment is obviously you, it's, it's what you're around, it's your food, it's the actual environment, what's the weather like, right? So we're never static. We're never always introverted, extroverted, you know, and everybody can see that with Mm -hmm. themselves in certain situations, we act a certain way. Um, but the amount of, um, what's the word? The amount of influence your food can have on that and also your, your behaviors, um, I think is, is, uh, misrepresented or misunderstood by most people. Um, because we have a, we have the ability to shift or mold, not change. You're not going to, you're not going to change your personality, but you can adjust it just like we have a set point in our body, right? We have the mesomorph, ectomorph, uh, everyone's kind of different. Mm -hmm. But with that frame that you're given, you can do a lot of things with it depending on how you train. Um, You know, I was a scrawny skin and bones little cross country girl in high school. And um, you forget how far you've come. Like even now, I compare myself to like games athletes. I'm like, I'm still scrawny, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. But to the average person, it's like, oh, wow, like I I put on some muscle. And then when you look back, it's like – you wouldn't know that that person can change into that or can mm. can build that um, with their body. So, point being, with your personality type, you kind of have a vein that you run in, but you can shift right or left depending on what situations you're put into. And that includes the food you eat and the training or stress or work uh, that you place yourself into. Gotcha. So, this is really kind of looking into how, how to drive success within finding – Nutrition exactly for people. Yep, that fits their 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 personality. What's the word? not? Is that the right word? Pers- here? You, personality is an easy way to put it. Um, some people say your your neurotransmitters. So, to, real real quick with that, uh, neurotransmitters are essentially chemical signaling in the brain. 
some of you probably heard of serotonin, adrenaline, epinephrine, uh, dopamine, happy, right? So these neurotransmitters, their levels within the brain determines your mood, your state of being. And it also determines a little bit your behavior and how you're, you're able to act. So um, there's essentially excitatory neurotransmitters, uppers, and then there's calming or downers. Think of like yin and yang. And there's kind of some, some in-betweens. But to keep it super simple, um, your, your dopamine and your adrenaline are going to be your ac- active. So a dopamine is like your go-get, your pleasure response. You want that cookie. You want to, uh, you know, have that drink of alcohol. It's, it's, it's trying to seek pleasure. I'm going to watch that Netflix show. So when dopamine is high, it pushes you to want to go do those things. Um, adrenaline, we all know, right? Run from the tiger. So mm-hmm. that is our, our fight or flight response. And then we have our downers, which are going to be your serotonin and your GABA. So you've heard of GABA probably for sleep. Sleep. Yep. That's a, that's a supplement you can take or it's in some sleep supplements. Um, serotonin is like a break. GABA is like parking brake. So GABA can just shut you down, like completely, boom, calm down. Mm-hmm. Serotonin is more of like a wave of calm, of just kind of chill. You're content. So you're not going to dopamine, go, 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 get. You're just kind of cool where you are. And you'll see that in people's personality types, right? Yep. Those people that are like always chill in a crowd, that nothing really phases them. And then you have like the, the Laurens in the room that are like, I need to be the center of attention. Look at me and like always talking and always up and da, 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 da. Explain so much. I know. Whatever you're, we have the same personality type. You just, you control, control yours better. (laughs) I don't know. I have no, I have no, I have no GABA. There's no off switch here. Um, So I just want to give you guys a rundown on that of like, as we talk about some of these personality types, those are the things we're going to be talking about and how the levels are different. And um, certain foods change those levels. Levels Carbohydrates convert down the line into serotonin. That's why we like them. We eat carbs and then we're like, hmm, I just feel chill, happy, calm. So um, it's, it's, uh, it's not, you're not crazy if you feel like you're, you're craving carbs because that your dopamine response wants something and that something may be calm. Your adrenaline may be too high and your body doesn't know how to calm that down. So it's going to send a signal to you to do whatever you can to start to calm that down. Hence, go get some carbohydrates, eat that cake, that cookie, whatever, um, to, to get that serotonin to balance your mood and, and bring you down if you're maybe feeling a little anxious, uneasy, unhappy, or just really in that kind of excited state. Now, this is all taken from, do, do, do. is this Mike Milner? Yep, so certification. Not Thibodeau. Who's Thibodeau? So it, it, I might be, I'm probably saying his name wrong. That's his mentor. Oh, okay. So he learned under someone who, like uh, – spent, you know, most of his life studying this okay. and got his good blessings to go on and, and create his own kind of um, offshoot of gotcha. it and, and pretty much just focus on, focus heavier on the nutrition. His guy focuses more on the training with a little bit nutrition. So gotcha. Mike just kind of flipped it and, and he fo- he still has training and he gives training programs and everything like that as well. But yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So different, can you, how many different personality types does he kind of so there are Did, uh, uh, break people up in yeah yeah so um there's six uh, sorry five so one a one b two a two b and three um there's no three a three b nope three is just its own it's that's, it's that's it's a un, it's a unique one but yeah three three is going to be its own thing can can you describe what those are yeah definitely or am so, I giving away all the secrets no no that that's okay. okay um we'll we'll start with the with the first one um and just like some of the we'll talk about some of the personality characteristics and. Uh, 
and maybe maybe let's do that. Do personality characteristics for all of them? Yeah, and then we can that. go back through and talk about specifics. Yeah, of yeah. It. yep, yeah. So one um, A's are going to be your very um, kind of single-minded. Uh, they're they're very competitive. They can be a little argumentative. You could you could say impulsive. Um, they kind of, they kind of want things their way. Their empathy is kind of low. Um, they don't care too much about what others think they're going to do their thing. They're confident in what they do. Um, they can be very charismatic as well. Uh, but also with the, a little bit of a, a need to be right. Um, they're very resilient to stress. So not much phases them. Um, and they're also pretty, pretty extroverted. So, you know, goal oriented, extroverted, very confident, um, very assured in, in, in what they're doing. And some of those things can sound bad. Like, oh, I don't want to be uh, very, like, not empathetic to others and, and these types of things. But it's just uh, it's just a characteristic trait. So as I talk about all these, don't try to, in your head, be like, everybody, when you learn your personality type, you wish you weren't that. Because <laughs> you, you think about all the bad things. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, I want to be a 2A, not a 1A. Um, but those things are, to Adam's point, what make you uniquely you and make you able to achieve certain goals or be better at certain things. Yeah. Um, so, so that's 1A. Yeah. Very, very entrepreneurial. Very, mm-hmm. the grinders, the, right. they break the rules, yep. they perform well under, you know, under pressure type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot, oh, who was the example of, the, of, a, of a 1A? Like MJ, I think. Um, like he's the guy you want to go to in that yeah. heat of the moment. Yeah. They thrive under pressure. Yeah. Um, then 1B. So as we, as we go down the line, you're going to notice this, some traits will be similar. So whatever trait you're next to on the spectrum um, is, is kind of what you relate to. So when you get stressed out, you revert back. So think backwards on the line. So a 1B, when they're stressed, become more 1A-like. A 1B, when they're feeling good and, and content, can become more 2A. So they just go in order. 1A, 1B, 2A, 2B, 3. So 1B, still high self-esteem. Um, they're, they're, they're multitaskers, um, still risk takers, kind of like the 1A. They, uh, they do, they do perform well under pressure as well. Um, they, they can be a little impatient, but they like to try new things. They're kind of imaginative, um, very naturally athletic. And that's a neurotransmitter I didn't talk about, but acetylcholine, if you've ever heard of that, people with high levels of acetylcholine naturally take to skills and, and naturally, uh, learn things pretty quickly, a good hand-eye coordination, good uh, mind muscle memory. Uh, they're also going to be very competitive. Um, what's else? Let's see. Mm. Yeah, so 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 that that's a one B. Uh, they're they're pretty well rounded. Um, from there, we have the two A, and that this is holds a special place in my heart. This is my personality type. Uh, they can be seen as the chameleon, so they are going to adapt to whatever situation they're put in. Because above all else, we are people pleasers, and we want those around us to like us. We hate yeah. to feel left out. Um, if I let someone down, it absolutely destroys me. I can be a little indecisive probably because I'm too worried about what other people think versus what I need to do or what I need to do for myself because of that self-esteem can be a little bit low. Um, but, uh, I, I just want to be, be liked by everyone. And I'm very attentive to reading other people and being in tune with, with those around me. So we can be very fun to be around again, cause we're trying to chameleon to everyone else and, um, just kind of fit whatever, whatever mold we need to be in. So, um, yeah, that's the, that's the two way. This is Adam, you're, I'm a two way. Yeah, you are as well. Yeah. You had a one B as a short, a, a close second, right? Yeah. 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 Th- those things resonate Kinda. with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any was, not so much. No, I'm just, yeah. One B and one A were my next two, but yeah. Two A was, was the biggest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, from there, we go to the 2B. And yes, I hate all the negatives that come with <laughs> yeah the people-pleasing and, and that piece. That's But it makes you really good at what you do, being in a service industry, right? And actually, yeah. I think I talked about that in one of my a podcasts I was on. I was talking about you, and I was just like, you know, your, your attention to detail of wanting to have the best equipment, wanting it to look the cleanest, wanting it to be super organized. Um, it makes sense because you want people to, to like the gym they go to yeah. and appreciate it. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's a part of your personality. Uh, two Bs. So we have two left. Two Bs need to feel important. They have a little bit higher anxiety, more introverted than the two A's and, and the one one Bs, um, but they're really good listeners. So obviously you can see as you look at all these personality types, how they all intermingle and like both are needed in society. We need all these different types to make society go round. We can't have a bunch of extroverts center of attentions and no one listening. Mm. Um, so they're a little more emotional. Uh, they like more intimate one-on-one situations versus big crowds. They fall in love very easily. They're also people pleasers. Again, they're, they're next to the two A. So you're going to see overlap here. They have a hard time saying no. Um, they give kind of all of themselves to whatever situations they're in. They also read people pretty well. Um, very, very empathetic. So again, the listeners, they listen well and they, they feel with those around them. Um, they are though the most prone to choking under pressure. So pressure is not the best for them. They're very hard on themselves. Again, they feel more. And when we look at the, the neurotransmitters that they have, um, one of them is called glutamate. I didn't talk about all of them in the beginning. I didn't want to bore everyone, but glutamate, um, has to do with feeling. And, um, as we get to the type three that you'll see next type three is the furthest on the emotional spectrum and they have the highest levels of glutamate. So that's just a, an interesting side note. Um, so yeah, so there's two B. So finishing up, just going over here, uh, type threes. So type three, a little more anxious. They're, they're perfectionists. Um, they're introverted, but when they're in good situations or familiar situations, they can be more extroverted. So remember what I talked about, how it's a spectrum. So when they get stressed, sorry, when they're doing well, they revert up to a 1A. And as I mentioned in the beginning, 1As are very confident and they're, they're kind of in the you know, center of, of, of situations. They're right. They, they like to you know, have drive and attack things. So that's what the type 3 can morph to when they are, are feeling good. Um, they're very patient, um, analytical. They like to follow plans, have a very secure thing that they're working towards. They observe a lot. They take in the world around them. Um, sudden changes can absolutely destroy them. They, they do not like road bumps to come up or suddenly we're going to do this. So as a coach, hey, you were going to back squat today, but now you're going to row. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, like I had a plan. I knew it was going to feel like, and, that, and that's not the training I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, My wife is a type three. I wondered. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, th- that's overall, as you guys were listening, I hope you were kind of like affirming or thinking, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's not me. Um, trying to get a feel for, for which one you might be. But um, that's just kind of the, the characteristic traits. But as we talked about, all of these characteristic traits have to are, do align with certain considerations for how you could eat and how you could train. Um, so I don't know if you want to, yeah, no. So I, I, it's, I mean, it makes sense. Cause you know, yeah. the, these personality types, there's love languages and stuff like that. Yeah. I, obviously we're, we're different people. We, we do things in different ways. Yeah. Um, it makes sense that how we, I mean, food is just not a, um, energy thing, you know, mm-hmm. for people put mm-hmm. food in, have energy, do yeah. stuff, rinse and repeat. It's, yeah. it's, it's a social thing an emotional thing. And you know, there's, there's so much right. know, tied to, you know, food and nutrition, you know, through the brain and stuff like that. It makes sense that there's mm-hmm. some type of, you know, personality piece that, that yeah. comes through how, how people, how people eat. So Lauren, yeah. if, if I'm a one, a yep. 
tell me about <laughs> tell me about my should we stay with the nutrition piece for now? We, sure, could, talk, we could talk training, but let, let let's stay nutrition on this podcast. If not, we we'll go forever. Okay. Um, okay. What 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 do you, what do you know about nutrition for for one ayers? So with with one ayers, everything is very black and white to them. Their glutamate or their feeler transmitter is very very low, so they are very task and oriented task oriented. Uh, with that, they want to kind of go all in. So we would call this the sprint approach in dieting, which means they are going to have a very extreme deficit and thrive in that because they have super, super, super high GABA. So it's like they have all this GABA stored up for that when stress comes, right? When stress comes, adrenaline spikes so we can respond to that stress. And where people have issues is when they can't bring that adrenaline down and you live in a constant state of anxiety. So for type 1As, a sprint approach of a dieting, which means up to, I mean, you could go up to 30% cut in calories. That's a lot of calories. We're not talking like eating 200 less calories a day. We're talking like 500 less calories. That's super stressful on the body, but they can handle it because they have GABA to pull the parking brake and bring them back down to chill mode. And so they're not just like, I'm hungry and angry and I don't, and they have goals. And if they don't see them themselves achieving their goals, they give up. Yeah. And they rebel against authority. This isn't working. Your plan's stupid. And it's like, no, I'm trying to make sure you don't die by, you know, not cutting your calories a bunch. Um, and as a coach, that's the interesting thing for me is sometimes I have to go against what I, I, th- I think I firmly believe or what's best for them mm. by realizing, oh, wow, like the way they're wired up, this is actually going to be more successful and yeah. more sustainable for them in the long run, even if science says it's not the best. Yeah. So, yeah, they could follow this great, you know, nutrition piece, yep. be on it for a month, yep. lose Three and a half pounds, yeah, which would be great, right? But that not but be their enough goal for was them. 15. Yes, <laughs> and they'd be like, "Well, forget this stupid forget thing." You. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. Um, and so with this too, you can go kind of like most diets. Uh, again, with aggressive approach, you're not going to do like a 12 week diet. So they might go three weeks with a really aggressive deficit, and then one week at more of a maintenance. So then, if you took away 500 calories a day for three weeks, you give them those 500 calories back mm-hmm. for a week, and you can keep doing this back and forth, back and forth. Um, the interesting thing as well with, with this type of, uh, of, of personality is that they, they can handle not having very many carbs. So they have a naturally higher level of dopamine. Um, they're, they're dopamine sensitive, which means, and this doesn't matter. I'm not going to go too far down, but like (laughs) just because I say someone has a lot of GABA or they, they, they have enough of it doesn't mean that they have like droves of GABA running around in their brain. Endless amounts. Right. Neurotransmitters depend on lots of things. How sensitive is the receptor? As in when the neurotransmitter connects to whatever cell it needs to connect to to make X happen, it can be very sensitive, which means you don't need very much. So they are dopamine sensitive. um, And uh, so they, they don't need very much of that. But their serotonin is through the roof. And serotonin is what carbs make. They don't need carbs because their body makes enough serotonin on its own. So this person could do like a keto approach. Mm -hmm. That would work well for them. They would respond well um, in terms of of losing fat. So, And uh, and keto, uh, often you see people lose weight quickly with some type of, you know, very low carb, you know, keto thing. Right. Which is then good for them mentally. They see that, be like, wow, I lost, you know, three pounds this week. They're excited. Yeah. You know, two of that's probably water weight and blah, blah, blah. But they don't care. Yeah. They're excited. Yep. And that's a big deal. Right. So yeah, there's there's type one A. There we go. Pretty brief. Type two or type no. <laughs> you type stop one B. it. There you go. One B. Um, one B is is kind of similar to one A, uh, but they 
they, they can do the sprint approach where you're, you're more aggressive, um, but they can also play with fasting. So uh, fasting being not like 24-hour fasts, but more so, hey, we're going to have a, a time-restricted eating window. And um, they, can do, they can do well with this, again, because of the way their neurotransmitters are balanced out. They have lower adrenaline. And when you fast, that's a stress, and adrenaline gets increased. And because they have a little bit lower adrenaline, they may feel better or do better by fasting and raising that adrenaline naturally. Um, they also have super high, they have the highest amounts of all the personality types of serotonin and GABA. So if you've been listening at all, that means they can chill out very quickly. They can adjust and drop. So again, they can handle more stress um, in terms of the type of aggression or approach we take on the nutrition side. Um, so again, fasting, a little bit you know, bigger calorie deficit, maybe not as much as, as the 1As, um, but because they need... Um, uh, they can do low carb as well. So very similar to the one A's there's really, as you see, when we get into the nutrition, there's less differences between all of them. Um, there's more differences in the training, I would say. Uh, so yeah, so one B's it's, it's kind of a little bit of a mix, but, um, they can definitely, they can kind of go hard. Yeah. And yeah. the intermittent fasting piece, right. You know, working well with people, which in a nutshell, you, you defined it as whatever, smaller eating window, whatnot. Do you want to define right. that for people really quick? Yeah, totally. So essentially it's what time do you eat dinner? And then what time are you eating breakfast? That is your eating window. And for the average person, um, many of us don't even get near 12 hours of, of not having food. Yeah. Uh, when you eat ice cream at 1045 yep. at night and yep. then you wake up and eat breakfast at exactly. you know, 6.15. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to just expand that the tiniest bit, to, to, I would say start with 12, um, because 12 hours is how long it takes to completely clear blood sugar out of, out of your bloodstream. Um, and that is something we don't do enough. And when blood sugar is constantly running around, it's constantly getting stored. And then technically we're constantly getting fatter. So, um, it's, uh, it's really good to, to just try to expand that as, as much as you can. Um, so yeah, just trying to get a little bit, a little bit longer with a little bit less food and that's, that's going to be okay. Beautiful. Two A. Two A. So this is this is myself and, and Adam as well. Um, we do good with uh, a little bit of a, of a moderate deficit. And we love variety. So being a chameleon, we're used to jumping around back and forth between things. And so with nutrition approach, that is also good. So heck, we could do keto for a week. We could do intermittent fasting for a week. We could do some carb cycling as in have 200 grams of carbs one day and then have 100 the next or 200 grams for three days and then three days of 100. And it's just this, this constant mix-up that keeps us engaged and excited about the dieting process. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we don't do well, though, with very high carb. We have an issue with you get a taste of a carb and we cannot stop. We cannot turn it off. Um, you know, I, I don't have too much on exactly why that happens, but uh, it, we have pretty moderate levels of everything. So dopamine's moderate, um, serotonin, GABA, they're all pretty moderate. And so um, depending on how stressed we are, we're very adrenaline sensitive. We, we are very aware of like if we have coffee, if we train fasted, we can really feel that response. Um, and get very, very, very up, which can cause a lot of anxiety. And if, if we let it continue too far, we don't feed and, you know, bring that back down. So with that, when you, when they eat more carbs, 
we get that serotonin response, which we don't have a ton of serotonin and we want that because we tend to be more of an anxious person. Um, or anxious is the wrong word. Everyone responds differently to adrenaline, but whatever you feel when you feel stressed, we, we tend to feel that pretty high. We're kind of middle of the road um, when it comes to, to managing stress and, and having that stress response. So tons of carbs, not going to be our, our best friend, but we can pretty much try anything and be successful at it. So yeah. see, there's positives. Yes, there is. <laughs> well, I, I just think it's funny that I, I, just to, there have been so many things that have come out. I think you and I have both of just part of it. I just want to know what it feels like. What what is yeah. what does keto feel like? What does right. the carnivore diet feel like? What yeah. is you know, what, 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 what higher carb feel like? Mm-hmm. What is you know whatever. Um, yeah, and it is. When I'm in it, especially at the beginning, I am very engaged. And if it's something you you know you try yep. to carry out for like yep. oh this is weeks, I'm so bored. Like yeah. I, I don't know. I and yeah. then you're like ah, I don't care. It doesn't interest me. Right. Find something else. You know. Blah yeah. blah blah. So yeah. yeah. No, I could totally see that. But it um it is interesting too. Um oh man, I had a thought. Shoot, where did it go? Never mind. We'll come back to it. Maybe it'll pop in my head again. Um, two B's. Two B. Two B's for, for, again, we're talking about all this in dieting, not just like eating because that's what most people want to know. We're not talking about just eating in general. Um, but for, you know, fat loss, uh, two B's, again, remember, the, we're getting more to the emotional side, uh, the, the harder on themselves. So they are going to do better with a marathon approach, which is like a slight deficit held out over time. So someone that is going to lose, you know, maybe five pounds in 12 weeks mm-hmm. uh, versus five pounds in two weeks. And um, being, being the highest producer of cortisol, that is why a sprint approach does not work for them. So if you're a listener and, and you feel like you've tried these hardcore cutting calories and your body almost gained weight, that could be cortisol. Yeah. Um, because your, your personality type is very anxious and aggressive, aggressive deficits are just not going to be great for you. So slow and steady wins the race. Um, and you have to really pay attention to stress. So almost stress is going to be more important than the actual diet that you are on managing that stress so that you don't have constant cortisol flowing through your body, which causes your body to store Mm -hmm. more fat specifically around the midsection. Um, so keto can be good, um, because, uh, GABA tends to be low and, and keto is something that helps with GABA, the way that fat is broken down in the body and down the line in the body, GABA gets created. So um, again, for Adam's point earlier of how do you just want to feel the best, uh, more a higher higher fat, higher protein uh, will probably feel feel better for the two, two Bs. Yeah, which is very much kind of marathon-y too, like in the way of right. long-term. Exactly, burn make, the log of fat. Exactly, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. so you don't have to run on higher, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Three. Three is going to probably be what most people um, wish they were because <laughs> threes get all the carbs. I'm yeah. talking 30 to 50% of their calories from carbohydrates. Um, they are they are big uh, big feelers. Again, high, high anxiety, high cortisol. And so they need those carbs to bring that down. Um, <laughs> this is so Heather. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. I'm not commenting. Um, so and at school, <laughs> slow and steady, slow and steady is going to win the race for them as well. Um, and, and stress is also going to be huge. Uh, one of the added things I'm going to talk about for threes is that their glutamate is naturally high and glutamate is something that fast food and produced food companies add mm. to their food because it's addictive. Glutamate makes you feel 
and um, it can it can create that that addictive response of needing to come back to that specific type of food. And, and I hate to burst your all bubbles, but food companies pay billions of dollars to create things that they know people love the exact taste, crunch, texture, color, so that you're in completely engulfed and and um, addicted to whatever whatever type of food you're eating. And so three is that crazy? I know blows it, my mind. It's so sad. Like it should be illegal. Yeah, it really should. You're, you're, you're causing people to have addictions to things. Um, so glutamate is super high. So for, for, for this personality type specifically, you have to be diligent about cutting out the crap, mm. processed foods, even more than others. Um, all like the, the sugar alcohols, everything you, you gotta be careful, uh, because it can really mess with your, your already kind of tipped neurotransmitter balance and, um, you will feel it and, and they can get really, uh, really emotional, really down on themselves. And so you just got to, got to really be careful of that. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Sorry. That's such my wife. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, wait a second. There've been a few times where somebody ate all the, all the Girl Scout cookies and, you know, and man, hmm. we almost, hmm. we almost lost a dog. I mean, just. <laughs> oh my gosh. Too funny. Too funny. So there's yeah, uh there's there personality types yeah. and uh different different ways to to eat based on that. Yeah. Um and not saying this is a forever and for always, but this right. might give you a little bit of and I think this is like the, the the love languages. It's not like I, you know, I'm always gifts. Exactly. I'm always acts yes, of service. Yes. Don't you ever touch me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um you know, and so like much of this, like again, I think this is why there there's so many different, you know, diets and nutritional ideas out there. Yeah. So many things work. Keto will work. Carnival will work. Vegetarian will work. So many of these things, you know, intermittent fasting will work. Yep. You just kind of have to find what works for you. And, hey, turns out hormonally, mm -hmm. if you're wired up in a specific you know, manner, um, hey, this, this might – this diet might work better. This approach might work better than you know, yeah. this, this other way. Yeah. Um, go. Sorry, you're about to say something. Oh, I, I, I was thinking about it. Um, if, if we want, we could uh, we can kind of finish up by just kind of um, summarizing. So some of like the main diets that are out there and then going through yeah. and letting you mm -hmm. know which, which neurotypes are, are best or not best for it. So um, starting with keto, if you think you're a, a 1A, 1B, or 2A, keto could be good for you. Um, for two ways, if you're a good cook, keto can be good mm -hmm. for you because we need variety. Yeah. So if you think you're just going to, you know, eat steak and I don't know, eggs every day for every meal, like no one A's, I will eat steak at every meal and I don't care. Like yeah. that is my brother-in-law. Mm -hmm. Justin is a one A and he does not care. He, he could eat the same meal for 10 years <laughs> as long as he got his results. So yeah, not me. I do not understand. It does not make sense. Um, two B's. It could be good if 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 you if we think there are glutamate issues and that's something else you have to figure out and, and mm -hmm. play with. Otherwise, it, it, it's bad. Um, not not great for two Bs or threes, as we mentioned. Threes need all the carbs, so clearly keto not the best idea. Um, intermittent fasting, it can work for one for the ones and for two B. Um, two A very effective, as we mentioned. Threes bad. <laughs> uh, they do not do well with extremes, as we mm -hmm. talked about. So threes are not going to be good with that. Um, zone is pretty much good for, um, all of them. And, and zone is, is the kind of CrossFit approach of, uh, I don't even know if they still ascribe to it, but they did back in the day. Yeah. Do they still? It, I, I don't know. Yeah. But, but it's a specific macro approach of having, it's remember the more so, It's the composition 
yeah. of of meals, um, the the ratios. So it's not so much that overall in a day your macros are X, Y, or Z. It's mm. every meal you have you know, 30% protein, 30% this, and, and, and add it up to yep. 100, but everyone needs different blocks of different foods. So again, that is more so on a meal-by-meal basis, mm-hmm. you have a perfect kind of my plate ratio of the macronutrients. Um, and so the only one it's maybe not awesome for is is threes. Um, and I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't know why exactly. Maybe it has to do with the structure, um, but it's really, really good for ones. So one A's and one B's because every meal will look very, very similar. Yeah. And it's like, give me that structure. Um, the last two we'll talk about is carb cycling. Uh, carb cycling is, um, can be good for one A's, but as we talked about, they don't need as many carbs. Yeah. So those are, that's just going to be triggered around, around triggered. I don't know why I said that. Mm. It's planned around training. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, uh, and sorry, same thing with one B. So both the ones they can do it, but plan it around training. Yeah. Very good for us two A's. Uh, it gives us that taste of carbs where we can have our high days and not think that I'm never going to have a carb again mm-hmm. and like binge. And so we ha- it's planned routine. It's planned variety. Um, it's not great for, for two B's and for threes, it can be psychologically, they can enjoy it. Um, sorry physiologically it's good for their body but psychologically it can mess them up because they don't like to change things constantly they just like they're like give me my plan and let me stick to it um and then last one low fat high carb everyone's favorite from the 90s um it's not gonna be good for the ones it can be good for the twos uh for two a's we will likely eat too much (laughs) again because Mm. it's high carb and we don't want to stop um, and then for the threes, it's, uh, it's actually optimal because they do 30 to 50% carbs is kind of what's best for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's optimal, but more so with like small and frequent carb feeding. So that's something I forgot to mention about the threes. Lots of mini meals throughout the day is really good for them. Uh, instead of like two A's, it's good if, if we wait four to five hours between meals, we do better with that longer. And I, I find that if I have a really good breakfast, that's like a solid, like, I don't know, six or 700 calories. I may go six or seven hours and I'm fine. And then I'm able to like be focused during work and like, I don't know, I just feel good. Um, if I snack all day, I start to get drowsy and I don't know what, if it's blood sugar, but I don't feel good when yeah. I snack constantly. So um, threes, you can snack because you are wired that way. And we're not talking about training this podcast, but threes are also your ultra marathon runners, your distance, your cyclers. They like just continuous work. Sure, I'll just do a hundred burpees. And just go. Yeah. Um, so, Grind away. Yep. Yep. So they, they like those carbs. Yep. So that's nice. pretty much it. Nice. So Lauren, if people want to take this test to try to figure out what they are, mm-hmm. where can they go? Yeah. So this is not ours. We didn't, we didn't nope, create this. Nope. I, I should make sure I'm, uh, I have his exact site. Um, so it is going to be neurotypetraining.com, I believe. Uh, so if you look, if you just look up neurotype, um, internet is so slow right now. Mike yeah. Milner is his name and on his site, it's everywhere. It's plastic. Take the test now, free test. Yeah. So you'll take that test. Uh, and it's a, it, t- it takes a little while. It's about 30, 30 questions. Oh, hundred and there was a lot. Yeah. It, it's it, like a hundred and something questions. Yeah, maybe. Okay. It, it, yeah. It's a good 10 to 15 minute test. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, you wait, wait a little bit. A day, I don't know how quickly it is a few hours, maybe it's a day, but then you get your results emailed to you and they break down every category. Yep. So you can see how many points you have in each one. And then he sends you a nice guide that uh, kind of gives the overview that Adam and I just talked about. So if you want to read up on it more um, and dig in, you totally can. Um, and he also has a book. So he made a certification and then he has his book on Amazon, I believe. Um, the personality diet, I think is what he called it. 
And so if you want to really dig in, you can get into what food should I eat to boost acetylcholine or to boost dopamine or to manage serotonin. Um, And you can go down the rabbit holes. There's supplements that can help. There's like different tests you can do um, to see which neurotransmitters you might have out of balance. Like it's it's pretty cool. So there is a lot of information there. Yeah. This is very interesting to me. I I just think it's so much of everything that we do is our personality and how how we're wired up. And then you look at it hormonally and you're like, oh, turns out eating, man, this is, I know I already kind of said this, but I don't, I I just, this is the most, one of the most unique things within nutrition that I've seen in. Long time. Yeah. Everything. Oh, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. Eat carbs, don't eat carbs, more of this, less of this. Everybody's all about the. And that's why I yeah. love it with clients. Yeah. Clients can come in and at first we'll, we'll do, we'll lay the foundation. We'll do a lot of the basics. And then after that point, I can start to manipulate things one on their feedback, but two, they take the test and I kind of know like, okay, yeah. you're, yeah, of course you're asking for, can I have more? F- I want, I, you know, I had, I had three pieces of fruit today not one. And I feel great. I'm like, oh yeah, you're a type three. Yeah. Of course. Like you, you need those extra carbs. So as a coach, it's really reassuring. Um, again, as Adam said, it's not hard and fast rules. Yeah. Your, your neurotransmitters are changing on an, on a minute to minute basis. Yeah. If someone opened this door and screamed, my adrenaline is going to shoot through the roof. Doesn't mean I'm suddenly a one a, yeah. <laughs> mm. um, so it's just your predominant balance of neurotransmitters, which creates your personality most of the time. Yeah. I think it's fascinating. I think it's so interesting that of all the, I don't know, I don't know why anybody hasn't thought of this. You know, before now. Yeah. I, th- I think it's been around a long time. Um, It's just the... Really? It has. Yeah. Well, then I, I think so. I know, but I haven't... I didn't know either. <laughs> yeah. I, I studied this. I'm like in this space constantly. Yeah. I didn't know until about a year ago when I met Mike and started to hear about it. Um, So, yeah, it's uh the, the health and fitness industry is slow to change. And, you know, research comes out 10 years later, it's mainstream. Yeah. Honestly. If, so if you stay up on research and are actually looking at things, you'll be, you will know things before the general public does, or it becomes commoditized later. And so this has been out for a while, but people are finally, finally doing something with it. And yeah. I think that's awesome. That's fun. Yeah, guys. So if you want a little bit more insight into your, you know, you know nutrition, diet, fitness, health, yep. the, whole, the whole shebang. Check check out Mike M I L L N E R Milner. Yep. Um, yeah. And again, Lauren, I, I think this is why I, I really respect you as a nutrition coach. Like you, this is not just you. Just don't have this one step approach. It's hey, we roll out macros for people and it works for everybody. Or right. hey, hey, I, I like letting everybody go with low carb or everybody must intermittent, yeah. intermittent fast or fast or whatever it is. Um, it totally depends on who you are mm-hmm. and. You know, at the end of the day, results are results. However, you want to get them, it yep. doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah. Um, and this is just one more tool in in the toolbox. So. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Go, go learn up, guys. Yeah. See what you are, and uh, if you have questions, you can always you can always talk to us. Fantastic, guys. Thanks for listening. Do you want to take them out? Is there a cool outro I'm supposed to do? I don't know. Go just, out. just thank them for being. Go out there and be happy and healthy and strong. Over and out. <laughs> he laughed. <laughs> he laughed at me. And thank you guys for listening. Check us out, oakstrength.com, social media at oakstrength. And until next time, be happy, be healthy, be strong. Peace.